Welcome to a News Laundry podcast. This is News Laundry Interviews. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Interviews. Today we have with us Swati Chaturvedi. She's a journalist and an author and currently a columnist with NDTV. Previously she's worked with the Statesman. She was in the Special Investigative Bureau of Indian Express. Uh, she's worked as a deputy editor with Hindustan Times and Z News and she's to anchor a interview show for Z News called Kahiye Janab. You've actually interviewed Narendra Modi back in 2008. Yes. I just saw that interview today and it's, I quite liked it. But how was uh, what was your impression of Narendra Modi the CM back then? Um I think pretty much what Narendra Modi is now. Yeah. Except that he was in this very large he was still larger than life for the Bhagat Singh then. Yeah. But before the interview started now I think enough time has passed so I can't tell you the story. Mm. He kind of told me that if you do what you normally do in interviews I will walk out of here. So he threatened to walk out but he didn't walk out. No, so I gave it a shot. So then just to make him feel a little comfortable or maybe a little bit off base, I said in the interview that I waited a long time for this interview, which I think he didn't expect me to say on camera. So after which I think he was very he was very nice. He Yeah, yeah. He said things like he did the garba and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, he's he's very candid actually. I think that was one of the few very candid interviews of the uh, prime minister back then the CM. And what was it like working for Z News back in 2008? where i'm guessing it wasn't this propaganda driven well i mean the, it is a completely different news the news it was yeah. a very professional news channel mm-hmm. it wasn't uh, i wouldn't say it was uh, i mean now the z news that we see is a completely different beast i yeah. mean it has no relevance or it it, it does, is nothing remotely like the z news that i work for mm. i actually only anchored this show which ran for 5 years and i was doing other stuff but um, you're also the deputy editor yeah there. but but nothing really i mean nothing that that, that is what what z news is now mm. was remotely uh, you think it's got to do with the shift in government the c- complete I think it's got to got to do more with the jindal case where mr subhash chandra felt very threatened he felt that he was being uh, harassed is what is the impression i got mm. and uh, i you know perhaps old links emerged anyway so we're, we're not here to discuss z news or modi <laughs> we're here to discuss swati's new book which, which is has got to do a lot with modi <laughs> yeah yeah it does have a it lot does. to do with the bjp um it's called i am a troll it created quite a splash when it was released notably because because it has an interview by a former volunteer of the bharatiya janata party social media cell sadhvi khosla She's made some startling revelations, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I want to start with Swati. Uh, define a troll for me. What is a troll according to you? And maybe name a Twitter handle that embodies all the qualities of a troll. They all the named, perfect troll. They all named the book. Yeah, you named See, quite a few. Yeah, they all. I mean, I've actually named them, and I don't think anybody till date. The book has been out for two weeks. Is still creating, thank God, quite a lot, quite a splash. But I don't think anybody's denied even a single fact of the book. Hmm. Um my concern is not the trolling per se because as far as I'm concerned if you're not indulging in communal incitement if you're not giving out rape or death threats you know I'm a journalist I'm all for freedom of expression it is my bread and butter hmm. you know where would we be you say that, right? yeah, where would, where would we be if there was no FOE hmm. but the point is that even in the US you know when you have communal incitement or death threats or rapes is actionable hmm. hundreds of people are arrested In India, what is worrying and fearful for me as a journalist? Because hmm. this is, by the way, everybody thinks that because I was trolled and I was attacked and I filed an FIR, I'm an old-fashioned journalist. Hmm. I don't think it's right for us to whine and say, "Oh, this is so bad," and you know, retweet the worst abuse we get. Hmm. I wanted to get to the bottom of it and find out what, who is doing it. Because hmm. to me, it seemed pretty organized, hmm. which is exactly what I've done in this book. Hmm. And But how would you define a troll? Like, if I was to just ask you, define a troll? Somebody, somebody who's indulging in 
obviously in communal incitement giving mm. out violent rape and death threats mm. and is also in our country which is which is which is unique i think it'll be unique the world across is also followed or as they say blessed to be followed by, by the, the prime minister of india narendra modi mm. so now when 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 the prime minister okay this is, and he is unique in this aspect mm. i don't think any other world leader i mean he, he wants to follow be a, strolls. Fo- follow strolls yes uh, and he is he's gone 45 times abroad i think he's trying to reinvent himself as a statesman as a global statesman and to me it's strange that he's cuddling up to all these lotsome people hmm. who are out there only to you know put out fake cow slaughter videos hmm. do fake pakistan propaganda and worse make death and rape threats yeah you actually mentioned a list uh, of people that the prime minister follows and you've looked at the kind of tweets these people i've, I've quoted the yeah. tweets as well we can't yeah. repeat that because yeah. we will repeat that but anyway <laughs> let's start with you know you start off uh, the book with your own experience as a woman journalist yes at the receiving end of abuse you say uh, uh, that you were systematically targeted for about 6 months this was by a handle called latians insider You say that each day I would wake up to hundreds of notifications discussing my rape last night's amazing anal sex and the fictitious tryst where I the nymphomaniac could not get enough and was begging for more. Yes, that was me being described in a public medium for posterity, my 20-year-old professional career which I take huge pride in reduced to slander. You say that there was a base quality to these attacks, a hateful sexism that I had never encountered in all my years as being a reporter. Absolutely. You filed a first information report against this handle. Yes, I did. What happened to the case? Well, in one word, absolutely nothing. For because again, this was a first of its kind thing, so there was a huge uproar. The handle first ran away when the FIR was filed, and then Twitter suspended the account. Um, the police, they even gave the police, which is quite rare for Twitter, they gave them the IP address. The police, this was in Vasant Vihar Police Station. Police told me they had tracked the handle down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they know after which they yeah. knew they they've told me I can't I can't repeat it to you because you will get into is it a, <laughs> is it a is it a group or is it it's an individual who has very very close links with the ruling party okay and it was a very and it's a man I'm guessing it is a man yeah. and it was not just me being attacked it was also Mihir Sharma it was a gossip handle of yes and say no 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 it was very very it was very poisonous and insidious because you know he would say things like my editor wouldn't let me do a story of somebody pissing on a Hanma. idol and he had 40000 followers mm-hmm. he ran a campaign called Simon come out about me yeah, sharma yeah about me yeah so you know it was a really poisonous wishes mm-hmm. uh, he was targeting you know rajdeep and sagarika i think mm-hmm. were the most attacked people on twitter but i mean everybody so my point is that you know we deal with as a journalist we deal with facts we yeah. deal with legally defendable facts all my life yeah. i have reported facts I, i am willing to go to jail to protect a source i'm also willing to go to court to defend a story Hmm. Here was this was so ludicrous. I mean, a person is just making up stuff, hmm. and he has forty thousand handles. And is that going to be the narrative about me? Why? So tell me. So you filed the FIR. The police knew, but yeah. nothing happened. Why? Hmm. Why do you think there's abs- because because they know who this person because is? Because obviously he's got the blessings. Maybe he's blessed also to be followed by the PAB. Clearly has hmm. the blessings of the ruling party. Hmm. Because tell me, why would the police not act when they have the name? Hmm. And these were all very. These were criminal sections which the FIR was yeah, registered yeah. against. Online uh, sexual harassment. Sexual actually. harassment. It was the first case. Also, got- yes. Also, transmitting obscene material digitally. Uh, also, stalking. Hmm. But nothing happened. Nothing has happened. Okay. Yeah, and nothing has happened even till date. Hmm. I believe he was very terrified initially, but now he must be, you know, kind of revelling in it. Yes, gone. Yeah. <laughs> So um I was reading your book and my favorite uh, the chapter that got me most interested was uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a troll the yeah. chapter which is I am a troll where you say that you interviewed about 30 trolls 
uh, and you've put down interviews with three trolls. You name them as Troll 1, Troll 2, Troll 3. Uh, tell us about these people. How did you meet them? Uh, what is their mental makeup like? Uh, what do they think when they're doing all this? When they're abusing people or when they've made basically a job out of attacking mm. people online? Manisha, I've been a journalist for 20 years, so I've been covering the BJP mm. for a long time. This is not the BJP. That used to be the BJP of Atal Bihari Vajpayee. Yeah. This is the new BJP. is a is a is a completely different creature. It's a creature of Narendra Modi and Amit Shah. Hmm. So I met these people, and to me, the most surprising or the most horrifying thing was how ordinary they were. Hmm. I mean, they look at abusing, death threats, rape threats as as something which is all part of a day's work. It's, it's a like a nine. It's a nine. It's a nine to five job. You get yeah. paid to abuse. I mean, for so some all people, these people were paid. They're all on the payroll. I mean. Listen, none of them wanted to be very candid about that. Hmm. But I mean, would you really spend 24 into 7? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be a fungible you need thing? A day. Yeah, you yeah. Wouldn't, a wouldn't you want hmm. to have something to you know eat your dal chawal with? Hmm. So clearly, somebody's behind it. But yes, they were very, very. They they do really believe that there is a secular prostitute conspiracy, hmm. which is you know, it's strange. I mean, Modi is completely. In, he's got a majority. He's the prime minister. They still have a persecution complex about the media, about what they think are all these, you know, leftist-controlled institutions. Mm. So it's a, it's a. In fact, it's that is one thing that I felt was common through the three interviews. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of disdain for the media mm -hmm. and for the left, which they feel that their their voices haven't been heard. I think it's a very cult. I think it's a, it's almost like it's like a, almost like a cult, you know, mm -hmm. where you have to believe these things. These are real articles of faith for these people. Mm -hmm. You know, the media, secular prostitutes who are hiding the real truth from everybody. You know, there is a whole conspiracy of silence regarding the minorities. We cover up news. We do, you know, things like what about Malda and all that nonsense happens because of that. Mm. They are very, very clear that the media is being, you know, sold to some Zaitian, whatever. They think there's a huge but, conspiracy, basically. Okay, so the conspiracy is quite grand, but do you think there's a grain of truth in some of the problems that they have with the mainstream media in that, that we have ignored the right or right wing voices? for a very long time or that they haven't had yeah, enough space. I want to say one thing here. See, right-wing does not mean right. Uh, what it means the rest of the world in India. Right-wing here means having kind of a license to be bigoted about minorities, about to women. Socially yes, about to be very, very conservative, uh, obnoxious at times. What yeah. they call themselves sanskari, mm -hmm. you know, garvit Hindu. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that's right. Mm -hmm. You know, right is a whole different connotation. I think we're being very lazy. Because mm -hmm. people are not right-wing in any other way. Mm -hmm. They have no right-wing economic beliefs. The only beliefs they do have are bigotry. They have a huge chip on their shoulder about women, minorities. Mm. And what they feel, you know, it's like while they feel they have a persecution complex, they're actually, actually persecuting other people. Mm. Which we've seen in, you know, we see Rohit Vemula, you see JNU. Mm. You know, you see any institution, I mean, they are in charge and they are still, and they are still angry. They really, and what I really, what I, what, what really scared me was the amount of anger they have. They, were they angry when you met them? Like as hugely, people, were they, did they hugely. have the aggression? Oh yes, were oh they, yes. They were, very, they are, they are really, really angry. And they, they don't want, they want everything. They want the entire, you know, they want to be in charge is what they think. And but they, they are in charge. I mean, the government is That's the thing. Charge. See, they, the, the, they are persecuting people because they are in charge, but they have a persecution complex. Hmm. They don't feel they're really in charge. They feel that, you know, Modi should have another 20 years so he can, they, he can make, you know, the Akhand Bharat, not Akhand maybe because of the geography, <laughs> but the Akhand Bharat of their dreams. So, but these 30 trolls that you met, they were all affiliated with the BJP's uh, social media. Oh, absolutely. Side, all of them. All None of them. of them were just guys sitting at home doing this because they really felt for 
I don't think so because one of them, the most interesting one to me was the one from Bihar hmm. who actually said that uh, he had kind of, you know, he had also believed in it very fervently but we was, we, I did the interview in the North Campus and he said and there were all these flies and cows, you know, mm-hmm. North Campus in a yeah. small tiny restaurant. So he said, no, how, do I, how long do I keep telling my followers that we are going to be turning into a Singapore or a smart city hmm. because the reality is totally something else. Hmm. So he says, I don't abuse so much anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't know many because the dream is fading. Yeah. Mm. What other you told me that now that I've actually met you and I've seen you on TV, I won't. I will just call you a prostitute. I won't drop the other. Don't I, call you a prostitute. I'll just call yeah, you a prostitute. Yeah. But the point is, see, these trolls are not the problem. The problem is that this word was gotten into popular discourse by Jenny Kissing. Yeah, because of Jenny. So you know, you have a prop. The government, this government, has a serious problem in the media. Hmm. They don't like the media and they're making no bones about it. Hmm. Now, unfortunately for them, the media is pretty much non-negotiable in democracy. So, you know, but they like have press a media which is also very favourable towards them. There is a section of media which is very favourable. Which but would you really call them, I would call them Modi megaphones or cheerleaders. I wouldn't call them the media because they've abdicated all... So why this special anger? Because like every regime, they have their people mm-hmm. in positions of power in news channels that are very favourable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, most of the channels, I mean, I think regard... Uh, everything this government does is a second coming and is a masterstroke. Mm. But those are the Modi megaphones. I mean, I don't know how seriously people actually take them. But uh, coming back to the trolls that you met, so you did you meet any women trolls? No, because no. a lot of them, uh, I did try to reach out to them. They kind of refused to meet up. So I think you the men were met men. Yeah. What was the one common? I mean, if you were to look at their psychology, because you've you've been working on this book for two years. If you were to give us a psychoanalysis of the mind of a troll, what was like? What was the one common feature that ran through uh, the people that you met? Anger and a very strange fascinations, uh, particularly with Muslims. Hmm. I think they all were a little. I think they think that they have this this, this fabled, uh, you know, the wives and so on and so forth. There's an element of jealousy. <laughs> There's an element, yeah. Jealousy. That, you know, those guys are allowed they to have so many wives. Okay. <laughs> they get. To that's how they talk. Yeah. I mean, it is so. Un- they think it's very unfair that, that they, they are allowed. That is the rule of law, and you know, they eat beef. That's why they are violent. Mm. So it's very strange. Dire. Yeah. Actually, one of the trolls actually also says that because of all the beef eating, they are so sexually active, and that's, that's why, why they, they do all the love jihad. He the had, love jihad and the He had hundreds of cases yeah. of love jihad listed out. Mm. And by the way, these don't come from the ether. Hmm. They are all given to them on WhatsApp forwards. They trend these things. Like, you know, something like what about Malda or Kerana wouldn't trend by itself on social media for weeks. Hmm. So clearly there is a controlling hand, which I've tried to document in the book, which is kind of, uh, you know, making sure that all this stuff stays up there. Hmm. And there is an alternative narrative, which is permanently being created. So um, now your book entirely almost focuses on right wing and BJP. Yeah. Why is that so? Why have you zoned in on particularly right-wing and BJP trolls? Why because not AAP? Why not Congress? Or the I, I, yeah, this has been this is this one of the, I think the criticism of the book, and I like to actually address it. First of all, the book is it says inside the BJP's secret digital army. Yeah. So it is about the book. I mean, we are not claiming that it's about everybody. I have mentioned the AAP. The Congress, like in most things today, barely exists on social media. Mm-hmm. They are as laid back on social media as they are in real life. They're barely. An opposition, they're barely there in the social medium space. AAP is present, but AAP, at least from what I have seen, and I've seen it pretty closely, does get very aggressive, mm. does go after opponents, but does not, I have not seen them try to you know, indulge in communal incitement 
or give rape or murder threats. Hmm. So I think there is a discrimination. What the point is that BJP has a huge, the entire Sangh actually, hmm. has a huge, huge, uh, you know, first mover advantage here. Because I think they cottoned on to the use and how enormous Way it could be. Exactly, and it kind of suits you know it kind of suits the RSS's uh, mindset. I mean, they've mm. been banned four times, mm. so you know it's it's very small, it's secretive. You don't there are no filters. Mm. You can you can say what you want, and there is no there's no you know there's no check. Mm. So I think they really and I think I mean I, I think Mr. Modi has enormous energy, which I really admire, mm. that he kind of understood that this was a way to communicate with. The, with you know with the people that he wanted to reach out to. Mm. In fact, I have Ram Madhav who I interviewed in the book who yeah. told me about how he was the first one to kind of realize that, that yes, to that set up those mm. IT shakhas mm. and how this could actually really work for them. In fact, he's also told me in the book that they've now moved on to WhatsApp mm. because you know that's even better. So is it because of the language? Because you feel like BJP trolls are particularly violent that you chose to keep your focus to because, BJP? Because, because Manisha, at this point, they are really the, it's like the, they are the gorilla in the, in the forest at this point on social medium. I agree. I agree that they're, they're way more in number. They're probably more capable of trending a hashtag than maybe say AAP or AAP also does it. But I was just thinking that it's true that the right-wing trolls are particularly violent in their abuse, in how they address an issue, as opposed to say an AAP troll. An AAP, but when you're, Looking at the general lowering of discourse on Twitter, I'd say that the AAP and Congress trolls are equally responsible for just uh, making it about binaries. Does the Congress have trolls? Does the Congress even it exist? Does. I mean, <laughs> very minuscule, but I'd say like AAP will not call you a prostitute, but if you do a story against Kejriwal, or, which not even against Kejriwal, well, Kejriwal, himself, bad, Kejriwal himself is attacked editors. Yeah, he'll mean, say you are a dalal. He won't call you a prostitute, he'll call you a dalal. Which I've mentioned in the book. Hmm. But the point is that I have not yet seen any AAP handle give rape threats or death threats. I really haven't. And I haven't seen them going after you know, with uh, going out to people with a different opinion with the same level of, you know, it's like almost ferocious. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've been at the receiving end of a, of a, you know, of a consolidated echo chamber right wing attack, but it's frightening hmm. because you know it's 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 like you you know you you don't know how to deal with it because there's suddenly so many people just treating abuse to you. Hmm. So they're frighteningly well coordinated. I think it's a brilliant operation, hmm. but they need to really really calm down. Because you know, I think it would. At, it's at the point now where a lot of people will get put off at the just the sheer kind of sexual harassment. So you'd say that it's because of the ferocity and just the sheer oh, number absolutely. and the violence of their language, which makes the right wing BJP trolls special. Not just the violence, the language they share. Our, our numbers have been put on WhatsApp. Hmm. We I, we we get calls. I mean, we, some uh, me, Avisar Sharma, Barkha. People call us all. Your numbers have been put on WhatsApp. WhatsApp, yeah. Calls they, from. Barkha's registered three FIRs on it because hmm. people just call her all night. Hmm. You know? So it's not, it's not, it's, it's a very, it's, it's actually a yeah, way Yeah, actually I wanted to get to that because a lot of people say, ki, thik hai, you know, you're a journalist, you have to be thick-skinned, you get abused, why do you have to get so sensitive about, you know, some people calling you a prostitute, just move on. There's this, that thing that if you're a journalist and you've sort of signed up to get attacked, so why should you... But I want to know, like, how Who's, traumatic can it be? Hang on, who signed up to get attacked? I mean, <laughs> in the sense that if yeah. you're on Twitter, you're going to get attacked by people. You're going to get trolled. It's you know part of. It's not just being attacked on Twitter. Please tell me, how can the ruling party or the government pay to attack its own citizen in a democracy? I think it's a much bigger and a much more fundamental question. I'm not talking about your straight troll calling somebody a press student. I'm talking about an organized attack of attacking people, citizens, okay? It doesn't matter if you're a journalist or not. I'm, I'm a citizen of India, right? Yeah. So why should my government, okay, my prime minister, 
up a party which is subscribed to the constitution of india which is the bharatiya janata party hmm. pay to get certain individuals attacked hmm. pay to bully them pay to intimidate them i mean to me it's a very fundamental question in a democracy we are allowed to have an opinion we are allowed to dissent we are i mean this is this is so basic hmm. i don't even know why i need to say it it's not it's not a question about having a thick skin hmm. it's a question about the fact that why should the government do this to its own citizens so the the 30 trolls that you met uh because you bring the government here they all go to the bjp it cell office well a lot they see now these days the bjp it cell office is in ashoka road they have a core so they group. go to all ashoka road the, no they they don't all go to ashoka road there's a core group which goes there hmm. but you know the communication so quick they just get a whatsapp message and that's it they have even times hmm. when they're supposed to tweet they get even the, the tweets are composed for them it's just like a matter of you know using your smartphone that's your office that's how you become a troll hmm. you know so it's technology has made it very very easy so i'll um, i'll come to the because we're talking about the bjp and the government encouraging this i'll come to the most contentious part of the book which has got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of people talking in the express had a front page on it but it's also got some criticism so uh, in one of the chapters you have an interview with this person called sadvi khosla yes she is an ex volunteer she was an ex she used to volunteer for the uh, bhartiya janata party social media uh, platform mm-hmm. in 2014 yes and she was with them for about a year after which she realized that it was just too much hate there was too much bias she, she, she couldn't take it anymore she couldn't yeah. take it and she quit and then she confessed to you everything that they were asked to do she shares with you whatsapp images of the it head the bjp's it then, yes, then arvind gupta arvind gupta uh sending a petition uh, that basically says uh, is basically against amir khan asking snapdeal to boycott yes. amir khan because of the uh, but by the way i don't just made. quote one that's one instance of where mr gupta wanted an economic boycott of snapdeal there was yeah. a petition drafted draft yeah. petition which he forwarded hmm. i have also quoted mintra hmm. because there is a lady called geeta eskapur who heads the mahila morcha in mumbai of the bhartiya janata party hmm. who did the same thing who actually tweeted to snapdeal that do you want to snap uh, to mintra that do you want to go this go the yeah. snapdeal way yeah. and by the way that snapdeal is not just a one off thing mm. i mean he amir was dropped as ambassador of incredible india right after that mm. that was obviously not by twitter that was the government of india and manohar parikar mm. who's the defense minister went on record to talk about boast about kind how of hinted that no he didn't hint. he was open he said our smart our smart our smart people mm. Uh, you know ensured that that actor learned a lesson hmm. so now why is the defense minister of india in the business of teaching any actor or any indian citizen a lesson hmm. you know these are really really things that really bother me and i'm surprised the story was waiting to be done hmm. i'm still shocked that nobody else did it but you know a lot of people believe that because uh, sadvi khosla because of her congress leanings not leanings but her family is a big you know a long time congress loyalist but i mean this again she's quit is it this very there's strange there's an element of doubt like why should we trust her no but tell I me see. no no hmm. don't trust her i mean let let's this let's discount sadvi khosla completely hmm. but the, can they deny the facts can they deny those whatsapp forwards hmm. can they deny the pa- fact that she was part of the bjp sm cell that she was one of the three people in india chosen for a google hangout with ram madhav can they deny that she held chai pe charcha three events in her home hmm. can they deny that she campaigned for kiran kher in uh, chandigarh hmm. can they also deny that smriti irani and she had a bit of a falling out in gurgaon so i'm chai i'm chai. saying just let's just go by the facts i have only mentioned the facts here now as far as her family is concerned i mean i was upfront about the fact that but you know can we are you really responsible for your parents political opinions hmm. 
you know, let's, we are all individuals here. Mm. And she's got, she's not, an, I, and I've confirmed that she's not a member of the Indian National Congress. She's mm. not even a volunteer. Mm. So, you know, this again, you know, somebody has said something, let's deal with the facts. Mm. Why are we again using the same, you know, slanderous innuendo about someone? And do what makes her credible to you? Like wh when you approached her as a journalist, uh, she approached you and said she wanted to speak about it. What made you, uh, as a the journalist, evidence. what made you? I'm, a, I'm an investigative journalist. I, I got enough proof. Hmm. And to me, the fact that she told that, you know, that she, that her entire story panned out. Modi still follows her on Twitter. Hmm. She did get that call from him. I mean, there's not a word of her story which is not, which is not panned out in terms of the factual uh, basis of it. Hmm. She made a documentary of drugs. She's, she's, a, she's an activist for drugs. She's a passionate campaigner. Hmm. Uh, Rahul Gandhi. And from the interview, it seemed like she really was an ardent supporter of Narendra Modi. Absolutely. She thought she that after God, Narendra yeah. Modi was, and you know, it was for yeah. development. Because she really believed that... She was sort of like a lot of young people who were fed up of corruption and scams. Exactly. Exactly. So she, mm -hmm. was, she was very credulous and she really, really believed in him. And then she, I think, and she has tweeted, which I have proof of, she tweeted to him 5,000 times mm. about the drug menace in Punjab. Punjab yeah. And he didn't react. And she was really hurt. Because you know she had given up. She had given. She had stopped going out for dinner. She lost contract. She had twenty-four into seven work for the BJP campaign. Mm. So that really bothered her. Mm. And even now, you know, to say that she was not part of the BJP is ridiculous. I mean, there are, is enough proof that she was. And I mean, how is she? If she's not, unless she's a member of the Congress, how can you say that she's a Congress supporter? But do you think like there could have been? Uh because the criticism is that she is the primary source. Do you think that there could have been more people that you could have got in touch with? who had similar sort of uh, evidence. When people are terrified, journalists are terrified these days. I mean, journalists are under attack. Who's going to speak on record? I mean, mm. I mean I'm mean, i telling you, throughout the time that I was writing this book, my there were three attempted hacks on my computer. Wow. So, you know, it's no, it, it is, I mean, people who, I don't think a journalist would say something like this because it's, it's not an easy job. It's a, it was a very, very tough book to research and do mm. because even the common citizen these days is, you know, you may be standing in the queue for eight hours, mm. but you'd be terrified to speak about demonetization. So, you know. So, did you get any threats uh, after the book came out or have you I See, no. now, now this is where the thick skin. <laughs> now this is where the thick skin comes, I don't care. Did you get any responses from the government after the book? Like anyone from the BJP um, government? I won't name Saying that, okay, we'll look into this or that. Well, remember, we Menika, remember Menika Gandhi tried to start her and I'm trolled helpline yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and how much they attacked her. She got her. trolled. She yeah. got trolled. Hmm. Well, I don't want to name them, but because I know everybody in the BJP. I've interviewed all of them. I know them very well. Three of them called up and they were, to be very honest, they were very thrilled. Oh, because they were happy that this they is were happy that this is because this is something this is like a bit of an open secret. Hmm. It is a very dirty secret, but it's also an open secret. Hmm. So they were happy that it was out in the public domain. That you know all this opinion, which is you know the whole country, the, the whole country heroes of bhakti, hmm. is not really true. It is very very manufactured. Hmm. So, so they were actually happy that it's they were come actually out. happy. <laughs> now uh, you know you've uh, listed out trolls in your book that are abusive, anonymous, uh, that tweet out some of the most wild things. Uh, you've also uh, then talked about, in the same breath, you've talked about people like Preeti Gandhi, Tagender Bagga. Who beat uh, up Prashant Bhushan. Rahul Raj of Op India. Now, a lot of people may say that, look, uh, these guys aren't anonymous. Uh, Preeti Gandhi, the likes of Preeti Gandhi aren't really abusive. You may not agree with what they're saying, but I, I don't know. I mean, I've never seen a tweet of hers which is very, very abusive. And uh, so a lot of people have this perception that just because someone doesn't agree with you, the left or journalists I've quoted, should I quote you what Rahul, should I quote you what Rahul Raj tweets out? So what I'm saying that it's not correct, I'm not saying that it's right to be uh, putting out propaganda which is specifically hateful and insightful. 
but there is criticism of journalists of so-called left libs that you will dub everyone a troll whose ideology doesn't suit yours or whose ideology with which you don't agree. If somebody, is if, that, if, if, I don't think that's true. Do you find any merit in that? I don't find, I find zero merit in that if somebody like Shobhare tweets out a condolence message hmm. and this gentleman says that you haven't. Yeah, you yeah. haven't had sex for the longest time. Something, uh, and something not, not like that, something yeah. even much more explicit. Hmm. So I don't think that's an ideology. I think that's just sexual violence and harassment that you're expressing. What I, what ideology is uh, sexual harassment, death threats and rape no, threats? No, no, for sure. Not that. I'm not talking about people like that. I'm talking about people like... Preeti Gandhi, okay, uh, I'll come to Preeti Gandhi. Hmm. Preeti Gandhi, if some woman is being attacked and trolled, says things like, if you can't stand the fire, get out of the kitchen. Hmm. She did that entire fake WikiLeaks endorsement hmm. of Narendra Modi. The BJP disowned her then. And she's back. I mean, any person. That's what I'm saying. It's no, not any, any, it's any, stuff no, that we may not agree with. But, no, but I mean, fake. I mean, mm. you 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 you're touting fake things, and you're you're by the way, you're an office bearer of a political party, which is the country at the point. It should be called out for sure. I'm but not the, saying but she, it's not being called out. Now mm. the prime minister is cozying up to all these trolls. That is my larger point. See, if Preeti Gandhi was just tweeting as a nobody, it's fine. She has a position in the Bharati Janata Party. The Prime Minister follows her. Mm. So she has a large number of followers. And she says, you know, I love, you know, uh, something about Godse and the greatest Indian was Godse. Or uh, she, that, that again is her opinion. Anyway, but I was just wondering, what I want to know from you is that would it be useful to make a distinction between abusers, violent people who issue threats, and maybe say right-wing people who have a certain propaganda or a certain ideology which colors their perception of what may be real and what may be not well, real. Or you would like to club them together as trolls. Well, I would say, I would reckon that anybody, if somebody, there's been a murder in Delhi and somebody sitting in Bangalore tweets that it's a, you know, some Muslims are trying to, you know, kill individuals and start, and he's trying to incite a communal riot. Hmm. I would definitely reckon he's a troll. PM knows that these guys are abusive because I, I was watching uh, the uh, NDTV show where there's an RSS spokesperson <laughs> who tells you that, listen, he just must have followed him once and then he doesn't keep a track of what these guys Well, uh, there is an RTI petition. So how, does that, how do no. I know what... No, there you is... Think that was Professor Rakesh Sinha. He said, finally he said that he, the Prime Minister follows these people because he wants to know their views. Now, I don't know what views about rape or death or violence anybody should want to know, first of all. Second of all, there's an RTI petition which the PMO has replied to saying that Mr. Modi manages both the PMO handle and the Narendra Modi handle himself. Personally. And I also know from my sources in the BJP that because of the fact that he has a distrust and a, a problem with the mainstream media, he's obsessed with social media. Hmm. So I very much doubt that he's unaware of the kind of people he follows. My last question to you is about, uh, as a journalist and as an author, you are somebody who, is, who seems to be deeply invested in this subject. Who seems to have been affected by it? Uh, you have filed an FIR. You have, you know, received a lot of abuse. How difficult was it to keep your personal contempt, if I may say, for trolls? Um, when amazing. you're meeting them, when you're talking to them, were you able to, at any point, empathize with your subjects, or was it, or were you very clear about the fact that this is the line you take? Because your first chapter itself is pretty strong. It really comes out saying, uh, you know, things about trolls, and rightly so about their obnoxious behavior. It's not, it's not really, you're not trying to put in a balancing act. You're pretty straightforward right on your first chapter. But when you're interviewing them and when you're approaching this as a journalist, how easy or difficult was it for you to it was uh, just another job. It was just another job. Just another story. See, I'm, I'm a journalist. I'm not an activist. I'm not a politician. But for me, the story is over. 
I'm glad it's got the kind of attention it has. Obviously, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with the sales. Hmm. I'm thrilled with the fact that I don't think anybody's had this kind of you know wide publicity despite the Modi megaphones in the media. Hmm. But for me, the story is over. And for me, it was just another story, hmm. which I really wanted to find out. I really wanted to investigate and find out whether this is really an organized thing. For my, you know, I I was curious. I think that's the basis of any journalism. Hmm. You know, curiosity impels us. And then I just tracked the story. And for me, the story really is over. Hmm. You know, I'm not, uh, and I'm not, I still am not making value judgments. I just, the only point that I still want to make is that as a citizen as, as, and as a journalist, that why does the Prime Minister of India need to follow these people? Hmm. And why has he not even unfollowed them? And why can't he explain to us why he does it? Hmm. I mean, not that we have any press conferences and such things anymore, but I would, I would love to ask this even in a pre, uh, press conference. Did you make any friends with any of the trolls that you interviewed? Uh, one of them, yes. He called yeah. me. In a, yeah. He Did called, you read the book? Did they read the book once? Yes, it was out? one of them was in a huge panic. He called me and said that itna zada sab kuch ab to sab jagah aa raha hai, ab to mera naam aa jayega. So I was like, don't worry. Huh. I promised you anonymity, and I'm going to stick to it. Do you think it will shake anything up in the BJP social media cell? If I mean, do you think there will be? after this book some sort of uh, reckoning that okay maybe we should go a little easy or do you think they don't even care about I think that the way I think their approach has been extremely brazen because they've not dealt with any they've not done any kind of factual rebuttal of anything I've said hmm. they've instead done their usual slanderous uh, rather in my case very stretched personal attacks hmm. and in Sadhvi's case they put out there's one picture of her with Rahul Gandhi inaugurating her, yeah. Yeah. yeah so they've, they've circulated that she I called mean, him for an inauguration for, for an a event documentary in, yeah. 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 yeah yeah so I mean that's, I mean, they've not, they've not responded. I would have loved if they had actually responded with some facts and said that, you know, even one thing that I've written about is wrong. They haven't done that. It's been the usual lot that we get from the BJP, which is slander, you know, and insinuations and mm. so on and so forth. And again, that's very organized. So I really don't care. <laughs> Great. Great talking to you. Thank you. All the best for your book. Thank you very and much. And we hope there's a part two that also looks into like ARP trolls, Congress trolls, the world of trolls. I think the Congress <laughs> needs to kind of get out of stupor to have yeah. trolls. The Congress trolls trying to learn how to be trolls. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody should learn how to be trolls. <laughs> thank you so much for talking. Thank you. And thank you for watching. And remember, when the public pays, the public is served. And when corporations and governments pay, corporations and governments are served. So pay to keep news free and subscribe to News Laundry. All News Laundry podcasts are available on iTunes and Stitcher and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.